0: Welcome to Diverse, a Society of Women Engineers podcast. SWE gives women engineers a unique place and voice within the engineering community. On Diverse, we highlight incredible women in STEM and discover who they are at home, at work, and everywhere in between. You can find all of our episodes online at podcast.swe.org or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Larry Guthrie, Director of Content Strategy for SWE, and welcome to Diverse, a SWE podcast. I'm here in the Diverse podcast studio live at WE23 with Daisy Melgar. If you've ever participated in SWE's Invent It, Build It event, you have likely seen Daisy as they are as an MC helping pre college students with fun, hands on engineering activities. In addition to being a longtime advocate for youth in STEM, Daisy is a leader in the aviation industry, a dancer, and you may have seen her on the PBS shows Design Squad and Design Squad Global. Daisy, welcome to the Diverse Podcast.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: I am very excited to chat with you about your career, your engagement with young people in STEM, and how you're able to balance all these multiple passions.
0: Sometimes I've surprised myself as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well let's jump in if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, no, go ahead.
1: So You've been involved with SWE for quite some time in our pre-college outreach efforts, like 12 years now, including our, of course, our premier annual event, Invent It, Build It. What made you want to get involved in the beginning?
0: So, you know, being a participant and then a host of Design Squad. Um, Design Squad was invited to participate in the 1st invent to Invent-It-Build-It event. So, being the host of the, of the show, um, I came with, at that time, it was Nate Ball. And we both came out, and it was, it was a different thing that I've never done before. I've never experienced a conference where, you know, you had so many women, engineers, and just getting out here and inspiring others. So from that day on, I like got hooked. So it was kind of like, uh, Hey, do you want to participate in this? Do you want to go? And then I was like, I want to continue coming. Please keep inviting me. Um, So yeah, that's really how it happened. It just kind of happened like Randomly.
1: Well, we definitely benefited from that one. (laughs) (laughs) So for those out there that aren't familiar with the event, what exactly is Invent-It-Build-It? And what do you always hope that the event achieves for the pre-college students attending?
0: well invented build it is it's an event that we tailor around you know middle school age students um, to get them exposed to engineering activities we usually have a in high school as well i'm in charge of the level one which is the middle school this is why i've always been involved with and so they get an activity that you know you get to build things you get to challenge yourself and so being able to do that if I can go ahead and change like one person that attends, one student that attends Invented Build It and then they go on and become an engineer and then go fix a world problem, that's like my goal, right? Or maybe more than one, but if I can at least fix, like make a change for one person, I think I've like done my job to inspire those to be involved in STEM. Um, Growing up, I didn't have that opportunity so you know being able to see middle school age students have this opportunity to come out to events like this meet amazing women engineers and get exposed to something because a lot of the times you think about an engineer but you don't think about like a female engineer right you think about like oh like this grumpy old man being an engineer but you know getting exposed to that it changes their mentality so um we've been doing that for for a while and and i'm hoping that we can continue to do that to inspire more female engineers out
1: in the world i know this year's invent to build it is a packed house Mm -hmm. so i think i think our future is bright in that area and excited that you continue to come back every year with us you know you were talking about not seeing that representation when you were growing up and when you were growing up you know speaking of that time you were on that emmy winning PBS show, Design Squad, when you were 17. How did you get involved with that? What was the experience like? Was that your Invent-It-Build-It?
0: Yeah, actually. So one of those other things right things happen in your life that you're just I think you're just meant to be and design squad was one of those Um, at the time I was attending a high school for the performance arts Um, I was a theater major and I remember walking down the hallway on a rainy I think it was a Wednesday and I saw this little like flyer on the ground it was all wet and people were just like walking on it and I just always look down and see what's on the ground I picked it up and they had auditions for design squad And Design Squad, at that time, you know, going to a performing arts high school, they were not really focused on the sciences because you're becoming an artist instead of, like, a scientist, right? And so I was then exposed to engineering with the show. And I remember, you know, being able to work in teams, getting challenges by customers. We had IKEA. That was, like, our first challenge. We had to build cardboard furniture for IKEA. I mean, it was so cool that I was just, like wow I want to get into it but at that time I didn't really know how it worked I didn't know what path to follow and after the show concluded I said you know what I want to pursue a career in the sciences so then I went on to study physics in college so the idea was to become an aeronautical engineer but then life happened but I was exposed to this and then I'm still able to kind of hang on to being in the sciences and keep continuing to inspire, you know, more females to get involved. Even just like in in physics, for example, in college, I was one of two females and I was the only Latina in my graduating class with a physics degree. So, I mean, that's how much representation we had. So now I'm I'm hopeful that, you know, with people like me out in the world exposing all of these students to be like, hey, you you can also be, you know in the STEM fields. So.
1: And it sounds like in especially in your college program you were kind of your own trailblazer. Right? You had Yeah. To be. Yeah. I I mean I'm just so amazed your commitment to the youth and nurturing the next generation of engineers. It's longstanding and it's just seemingly unwavering, right? You know there's a genuine commitment to it all. Where does that come from? <laughs>
0: You know, I I have to say that I'm I'm truly um, blessed to be in, in the place that I am. I am one of six boys. Um, I'm the youngest (laughs) so I grew up with a lot of like males in my family and so I think it was just more like you got to go out there whatever you want to do you got to go out there and do it for you Um, go find something that you're passionate about and follow through with it so persevere like if there's something out there that you love to do that you enjoy doing my dad always told me just don't do it for free. If you, there's something out there that you like to do, don't do it for free. And when I was little, I didn't understand what that meant. But now that I'm older, I'm like, I'm exactly where I am because I pursued that. I, I found passions of mine. And obviously, you don't do them for free, right? <laughs> it's nice when you get paid for them. But um, yeah, I was kind of growing up with boys. So boys were always like my brothers loved them to death but they were very overprotective and I always wanted to kind of just like be free like let me do what I need to do and I think being able to kind of free myself from that you know stigma of like being in a protective family kind of like helped me branch out to different areas where I could be like hey I can be this do you support this cool all right I'm going to pursue this and yeah that's where I think that's where it really comes from
1: And that devotion to the younger community, because certainly you could get involved in any number of community causes. Why is that your heart?
0: I think it's because I wasn't exposed to it as a young student. Right. To me, it was later in life. You know, but if you can start them young and start telling them, you know, it's not what you think, right? It's not as difficult as you you may think. Somebody might tell you out there, no, you can't do that, it's too late for you. But no, it's not too late. You gotta start them young, make them believe. Um, I always give this example, because I have nieces and nephews now, and um, two of my nieces are actually in high school and they're pursuing, one of them likes a lot of computers and coding, and the other one likes mechanical engineering. So I'm just like, great. We're gonna have engineers in the family, finally. But it's one of those things that I exposed to them since very young. We would build, you know, little race car things with paper and cardboard in the house, you know, taking some activities from designs. But I'm like, hey, let's build this, let's do this, you know. And they found it fun. And, and that's the thing right you gotta you gotta inspire them to hey you're having fun with this it's not just like all these math problems and all these numbers in your head that you you might find it difficult one of them was like Titi I, I don't think you know science is for me it's just too difficult I, I can't do the math I can't and I'm like okay but what do you like to do about it well I like the hands-on stuff I like the building things and I'm like you know, the math comes along with it, but if you actually like to build stuff and grab onto the activity on its own, that's what you need to kind of continue doing. Um, and I'm just grateful now that they're going to pursue a career in engineering.
1: Oh, uh, proud, <laughs> proud aunt. Uh, yes, I'm a
0: proud titi. <laughs> <d-d. laughs>
1: so I understand that one of your mantras is that engineering is about making a difference in people's lives. Tell me more about that. Like, how do you see that? play out like when you tell somebody about that and they were like what do you mean
0: right I give them the example everything around you is engineering right the world around us is constructed and built because of engineers right the the cars that you're driving um, the technology you're using the microphones that we're using right now someone out there was curious about it Um, so this is why I'm like you know everything in the world it's about engineering. It's all put together. The actual product itself is a result of someone out there being curious and, and just kind of exploring an idea, right? The airplanes that we I just flew in today, right? Somebody out there was curious enough to say, I want to fly. How do I make myself fly? I don't have any wings, but... If I build some wings, I can fly. So this is what I kind of always say, everything around you is about engineering.
1: That makes sense. <laughs> Even down to the cup of coffee you were saying you had right, today. Right, exactly. <laughs> the cup of coffee
0: I had this morning.
1: So- In addition to all this, we haven't even really gotten to the part of your full time, (laughs) which is you went on to pursue a career in the aviation industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you enjoy most about being in that area of engineering?
0: it's the spark in people's eyes when they're in the airport and they're excited about going somewhere going to a new place and exploring and and going and discovering the world i often find a lot of times that people you know go to the airport for the first time they're like i don't what gate am i going to you know how do i go through this and it's just like The excitement that they have to being able to like, I'm going to get on an airplane and I'm going to go and travel and go explore a completely different world at the end of the day, right? You know, that you're not used to. That's why I'm in this industry and the the travel industry, because I love to see that excitement in people's eyes when they're going somewhere for the first time.
1: That's great. And so we mentioned at the top, a little bit about your dance background.
0: <laughs>
1: um, and you performed under uh, Romba uh Dance Company from a early 2000. I should to say early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mid 2000s. And you're currently a member of their training staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just sounds like, well, you can see how much fun you're having in your actual career. And it extends to everything else. You're dancing your outreach all of that it's a lot right it's a fun fulfilling very rewarding but how do you manage to balance it all
0: some things sometimes gotta give so I don't spend a lot of time in my house (laughs) I just go to my house and sleep Um, but they're not jobs for me right they are things that I really truly enjoy doing and I always talk about my dad because honestly I am the way I am because my dad. My dad always encouraged me to say, you want to do that? I support you. You want to do this? I support you. Like he would never tell me no especially if it was gonna be for my benefit. So I said, I wanna be an actress. Okay, I support you. I wanna be a singer. Okay, I support you. I wanna learn how to play the drums. Okay, here's a pair of, you know, it's it's little things like that. And so, you know, now that I'm an adult, I was like, well, I wanna dance. Okay, let's go dance. Um, I wanna learn how to fly airplanes. Cool, let's go learn how to fly airplanes. I wanna work at the airport. Great, let's work at the airport. So it's always been that kind of, you know, If there's a will, there's a way, and you always find one when there's something that you love to do. But something has to give, and you know, you only have 24 hours in a day. I wish I had like 48 hours in a day.
1: (laughs) Was there someone that kind of served as that inspiration that, like your dad, when you were actually going into your engineering career?
0: So, when I was little, my cousin Andrew at that time he was taking his bicycle apart and putting it back together and just like being able to like use tools and like fix his bike i mean he was he's younger than me so he was little when i was watching this and i would be like well i want to do that like why can't i use tools i want to learn how to use a drill i want to learn you know so he was like the first person that i ever saw doing anything and he was a kid he was little um and my dad has always also been that person um if my dad would have gone into you know a, if he would have had the choice of picking a career and pursuing it he would have definitely been an engineer my dad is a very curious person he will build things he will take things apart and figure out how they work if it, like the radio breaks because he still uses a radio um he will like take it apart and fix it to make sure that you know it works again and so like all those things obviously being exposed to it throughout my life inspired me to be like okay well if they can do it i can also do it too um um, but definitely not allowing the, the, oh my goodness, my Spanish was about to come out, um, the, the gender part of it to get in the way. Because, you know, if my little cousin, he was a little boy fixing a bicycle. And I'm like, well, I'm a little girl. Am I able to, you know, fix a bicycle too? Well, my dad is taking his radio part. Am I going to be able to do that? Are you going to allow me? So and those having those two people in my life and not having them tell me no, they'll be like, you're curious about it, like, let me show you, really inspired me to pursue it.
1: So what would you say to young girls out there that maybe weren't as fortunate to have that inspiration? You know, you talked about curiosity being a key skill. What else, and what would you say to them to go ahead and pursue that interest?
0: Come to Invent It, Build It (laughs) every year. No, honestly, if there's something out there that like you have an idea, um, you know, maybe you have a, an idea on how to have a you know, safer car seat, right, for your doll or something like that, go for it, pursue it. You know, you can do that. You can make that change um, and don't allow anybody to tell you no. Like if you want to add wheels to a water bottle so you can, you know, control it and, and make it come to you instead of you going to the water bottle, do it. Don't allow someone to discourage you from actually pursuing an idea that you think is a good idea. At the end of the day, we always like to encourage, um, you know, you try something, if it didn't work, we go back to the drawing board, we fix it, we finagle it, we we make it better until it works. Or if it doesn't work, at least you know you tried.
1: And for those that don't see themselves as engineers for whatever reason, maybe it's a gender thing, maybe it's the math, peace whatever it is what would you what would you tell them
0: um you know i think at some point in our lives we always go through that point in time where we're like you know what maybe this is not for me um but this is why you have to find something that you think is for you um if for example i like dancing right and there's a lot of engineering and dancing. Maybe I can come up with a better shoe so that my toe doesn't hurt when I'm dancing in heels. You know, something that you know will support my weight. Follow that like niche, right? Follow that that, that passion. You know, if they want to be an actress, a singer, maybe come up with a you know a something on a speaker on the ground where you can just like hear everything. There's always something, like I said earlier the whole world is about engineering right so if you want to be a doctor if you want to be a singer a dancer a pilot and you also want to pursue a career in engineering i mean there's always way to merge those things Um, i know some people like to weld for example but they, they they weld art together right like you put art together you know you can always put engineering and your passion and merge it and make it like one big huge thing for you
1: that's really inspiring and i i know that's the thrust of invented build it and it's also the thrust of our Sweenex program throughout the year it's a free program for all pre-college students that they can join and connect and hopefully be inspired by people like yourself and others to say that this is for me, and I love that creativity and kind of drives everything. Curiosity and creativity, it sounds like, are the two. So, before we go, I mean, <laughs> you got to leave our listeners with some words of wisdom. Um, given your experience with mentoring and working with youth in STEM, what advice would you have given your teenage self?
0: I think I would have probably said, you know, wake up earlier, Daisy, and follow and wake up and go to that dance class that you were so tired not to go to. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I think I would have told myself to continue motivating yourself, you know, find more things to, um, I don't know, I feel like I keep telling myself this, but... I said it to myself when I was a teenager, you know, when there's something out there that you like to do, go for it. Don't let anybody, you know, stop you from, from doing it, um, especially if you know that it might change somebody else's life. It's like, and I can't really recall the quote exactly, but if you're if you're walking and you smile to someone, you never know whose day you're going to change by that smile. It's one of those things that I would continue saying, you never know whose ideas, like your, your ideas might change somebody's entire life. So I think that's what I would tell myself. If you have an idea, pursue it because you never know whose life you're going to change with it.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. Daisy, your passion and your joy is so contagious and I hope that our listeners are getting that as well. I I can't wait to see you tomorrow at invented It, Build It. Yay! Um, <laughs>
0: to be fun we're it building a be. balloon powered car
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for taking some time i know we got you straight off the flight and we're so thrilled that you're with us here at we 23. well
0: thank you so much for having me and i hope to see you all tomorrow
1: <laughs> we will be there i'm larry guthrie and from all of us at we thanks for listening we
0: hope you enjoyed this episode of diverse Please don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with your social network. You can visit podcast.swe.org to keep up with our episodes and learn more about how the Society of Women Engineers empowers women to achieve their full potential as engineers and leaders.